Hey girls, welcome back. Rachel and I are here today and we are so excited to be talking with you all again. We have a super fun topic to discuss. Albi, roll that intro. Welcome to the BBR Podcast. Hey girls, it's Rachel here. Welcome back. It's good to be back. I feel like it has been a little while. I mean, I feel like when we really put all of our attention into YouTube, we lack one podcast, et cetera, et cetera. It's a tough balance. It really is. But we're here and that's the main thing. And I feel like it's when we sort of come across a topic and we're like, hey, I feel really passionate about that. I really want to chat to, you know, our community about it. That's sort of when we feel most inspired to do podcasts. A hundred percent. I think from even when we first created this, we had the idea that we would only really discuss things that we were truly passionate about and truly wanted to delve into. So that brings me to today's topic. Rachel, what have we got? So today's topic is going to be all things bullying, bullying online, bullying in the workplace, bullying between friends. I mean... I think just about everyone has experienced some sort of bullying in their life and I think it's a really important topic um, to discuss and I think it's something that is is really important to make people feel like, you know, a lot of people can sort of resonate and understand what they may have gone through. You know, obviously there's different levels of bullying, um, but I think it's something that we definitely want to touch on and address some of the experiences that we've had ourselves too. And I mean, unfortunately, like you said, if if we look at bullying as a whole, it really does start way back in school when, you know, I remember bullying happening happening in primary school. So that's 10 and under. Mm. So it really is something that for most people is a part of your life in one way or another. But I think what we want to discuss today is that you're not alone Mm. and I guess our experiences, how we've kind of dealt with it, things that probably still concern us, like it's definitely not something you just completely forget about. Definitely not. And I mean, people literally like have PTSD from bullying experiences. Like they, they honestly have triggers that remind them of those things. And it's so, we'll start from, from a younger age. And I think a lot of, you know, I know it's something that I dread for when I'm a mum. Yeah. You know, the stresses of your children going to school or, you know, going to sport and having to deal with bullying. I still remember, you know, in my mind, it's so ingrained, some of the experiences I had as a child. And it's just such a shame that kids can be so cruel, but they really can. And I think, you know, it's so important uh, as a parent to really nurture an environment where, you know, bullying just, it's, it's not tolerated. And I think that is one of the hardest parts. As a future parent, you base your perception of bullying off things that you've gone through. And then the idea of that happening to your children is just completely heartbreaking. And I know all of the mums and dads out there listening to this would have, you know, probably have these concerns. Mm. And it's not really something, I guess the biggest problem with bullying and the most obvious problem is it's not really something that can be stopped. No. But I guess we're here today to kind of talk about the fact that it can be slowed down. And for every single person that doesn't tolerate bullying, 
and doesn't just kind of turn a blind eye, but I guess stand Stands up, up to it, yeah. is another person that's no longer allowing bullying to take place in front of them. And I think another important thing that we want to make, you know, um, apparent today is that you are not alone. So I want you guys to know that there is a safe space for you. And if you are experiencing this, please come and chat to us via DM, hop in our forum, because the worst thing is when you are being bullied and then on top of that, you don't feel like you have someone to turn to. You know, we're very blessed. We have a very close-knit family. We have a couple of very close friends, which has definitely helped us through these times. But some people, they're not blessed enough to, number one, live in the same town as, as their family, or maybe they're not as close to their family. And when you feel alone and you're being bullied, it's a really, really dreadful feeling. So, Well, I guess what does make it difficult, just touching on that, is is often as horrific as this is the people bullying you are the people who are supposed to be your friends Mm -hmm. and I remember in school it was half of the time Mm -hmm. my own friends who would be doing these things to me and when that happens you don't have the people who you thought were there to turn to and it can leave you dreading waking up every day to go to school if it's a workplace thing like your job sacrificing because you're not comfortable, you don't feel like you're performing. I still remember a time in primary school where my three best friends, we had a desk and we all sat in like a four. And for no apparent reason, just because, you know, why not? I remember I I rocked up to school one day and they had taken my desk and they had put it all the way by itself. And, you know, the first your first initial reaction is obviously, you know, to cry and to be upset. But I remember I was such a strong little girl. I quickly went to the office and I said, I'm feeling sick. I got my mum to pick me up. um, And she was very confused, like, why are you home? And I explained it to her and God bless my mum, honestly. She's like, you will stay home. So mum let me stay home several days and um, went in and talked to the teachers. But she didn't mention to the to my friends where I was or why I wasn't there so they thought that I had just gone homesick they didn't know why and then I wasn't coming to school and they you know so they're asking my mum where am I what's wrong deep down the guilt like they, they know what's happened um but you know it was funny and just those couple of days turned turned everything around but it's just by having that support if I didn't have that support that day could have been so so different so yeah, I mean, it just it never stops. And then I still remember high school and it got worse because high school was when the internet was introduced. Yeah. And I'll never forget, I went, um, these older girls didn't re- really like me, no apparent reason, anyway. And I remember they took a photo of me off my Facebook and they posted a photo on this page and literally was just they were getting all of their friends to go on and comment that I have a horse face and that I'm this and I'm that and like honestly the most horrific things and I still to this day remember sitting there and when I'm reading through these comments and I just remember thinking why like why would why would these girls want to be so mean and you know, a couple days passed and I had this drama. We had to do these drama rehearsals things on open nights. And so I was up there dancing and I, a few of them are in the crowd and they were yelling out, you know, the S-L-U-T, this and that. And they were yelling out these mean things. And I remember a little me, like I went up to them at the end of the night and I just said, why? I said, why are you being so mean to me? 
and they literally just laughed in my face like they hadn't they know they had nothing to say and I just I just remember thinking I, w- I felt so alone and I didn't at this stage want to tell my mum and dad because I was you know a bit older I didn't want them to go into the school when you are feeling um, alone it kind of all feels so much worse and you, you don't really want to tell anyone I don't know why because now I so would but when you're young you kind of think by reaching out it's going to make things worse anyway I ended up reaching out well I had no choice I was bawling my eyes out my eyes out and my mum and dad went down to the school and they just went (laughs) went off and you know from there it all got better but I remember just that feeling and I just think so many people can relate to this of feeling like why me like what did I do like I don't under you don't understand why someone wants to be so mean and that's because I've been raised to be kind kind always no matter to who um, where you come from who you are it doesn't matter it's it's to be kind but it's just so it's just and it doesn't stop it doesn't stop when you're an adult it happens when you're a child it happens when god forbid you do something new and that's the thing. And I, I still, it's funny that you have these situations that stick out in your head. Oh. Like they're, they're literal PTSD. They're a trauma of what happened. And I would remember, for me, it was always, as sad as this is, it was always my friends, which I really didn't understand. But I would have, like in primary school, my friends would give each other, like everyone would give each other a muffin or a cookie, except for me. Mm. And I remember I told my mum once, and she, I had this friend and she would hand out her like birthday cookies to everyone except for me. And she would walk past me and she would just be like, no, you're not getting one. <laughs> Kids. And I remember telling mom, because at, when you're young, you don't get it. You're you just don't like, understand. Oh, what's wrong? What have I done? Mm. And my mom, mom just blew up. She just. Thank God for mom, honestly. Honestly, like. You really do need someone at that age. But this to back is what you. I'm saying. Like the support, you need that support, and not everyone has it. No. And then you go to high school and you have people who would literally make fake accounts on Messenger because back then it was that MSN Messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they would make accounts about me. Like the account name would be insults towards me, like Emma is an S L U T or whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile. Like, and they're the most innocent girls so innocent and yeah message me off it like abuse of mm. things and I remember I would show my mom and she would print them out and she would <laughs> take them to the school because they were so inappropriate yeah. like so beyond inappropriate but what I realize now that I didn't really understand back then and that you kind of did touch on mm. is that whilst it can be really hard and semi-embarrassing to talk to someone mm. Talking to someone who you know can help you is what's going to be your saviour. 100%. Having that back up when you think no one can fix it, they can. Mm. And it's the same in a workplace. Mm. Going to the right people and talking to the right support systems to help you so that you don't feel bullied and unhappy and dreading going into work is what's going to make your day better. You're never in a situation where you can't reach out to someone. It's so important to know that, guys, the support is there, even though sometimes it may feel like it's not. There are people that are your people. And, you know, where you are right now, what you're going through, maybe that's just not the right place for you. Um, But I promise you that there is. And, you know, so many of these, you know, little, little things that you can remember so vividly 
I think they're important for us to share because it's important for everyone to know that it's these things really do stick with you and unfortunately you know it's it's really horrific what young people do and actually it's more horrific that as adults when we're so aware of our actions and what we're doing that it still occurs and it still happens and what makes it scarier now and I'm definitely not the philosopher of bullying like I don't know all the answers Mm. but we're now in a situation where there's online bullying where people no longer even have to show their face as a bully in school you knew who the bully was I knew Mm. who was saying what you knew who moved your desk in high school I knew who was yelling out or whatever there was there had to be some ownership. ownership but now everyone hides behind these fake accounts and 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 people think that they can say things to you and that just because you may be a whatever you want to call it influencer coach a public figure a celebrity um just because you're those things that you know it doesn't matter what you say and it doesn't and those people don't have feelings but you know it does matter and your actions you know, they have consequences. And I always say you don't know someone's story. So be very, very careful what you say to who and when you say it, because you don't know what someone's going through. You don't know if they are on, you know, the the bridge of... The brink uh, of a breakdown. The brink of a breakdown. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Um, it's, it's very serious. And I think, you know, that takes us on to us, I guess, being, you know, on social media and in the spotlight a little bit and sharing so much of our lives. Like you really are putting yourself out there and you're putting yourself out there because you want to help people. You want to brighten their day. You want to, you know, add knowledge and you want to give value. But that also comes with, you know, a bit of a target on your back. And, you know, (laughs) it can be difficult and it just goes to show that, even what happening was in primary school still happens today as an adult. And well, what I think I don't understand and what I really struggle to get my head around mm. is how suddenly being someone who is of a public figure, whether it's your celebrity mm. or someone who just has a following, mm. means that those people have to be perfect. Mm. Everyone makes mistakes. The most intelligent long-term journalists who speak online every single day on tv live make mistakes Mm. and stumble over their words wait humans let's just let's just break it down humans make mistakes and guess what every single one of these people have in common they are human and you know there's this new stigma around what I love is it's like we want everyone to be real and honest and you know transparent but when people are those things, you have these people waiting, like literally sitting there waiting to tear them down or to pick them apart or to, you know, um, you know, make them feel shit about themselves. And it's like, I just don't understand. Do you want someone to be real and raw or do you want someone to be a robot, a calculated robot that literally tells you and shares exactly what you want to hear scheduled posts scheduled stories scheduled this scheduled that and it just becomes like literally you're not even following that person for who they are and what's worse is that person can't be who they are because they're constantly worried about being calculated on what they say and how they say it and what they post and how they post it and I think that that's really sad it's really sad that the world has become a place where you know even online in the workplace everyone is is so careful to to be who they truly are 
And that, that, what does that mean? That means we live in a world where, you know, you can't be unique. You can't be who you are. And making mistakes is, is uh, not, not allowed. <laughs> Which is just ludicrous because everyone makes mistakes. It's, you cannot live in a world where people don't make mistakes. Mm. I wish we could all be mm. perfect, but that's just not who we are. And mm. our imperfections are what make us our own people. If we were all perfect, we would essentially just be these little robots walking around. Literally. And I find... For me, my most engaged people that I follow or that I watch on TV or that I talk to of a day are people who are themselves. Yeah. I really it's struggle attractive. with robotic, just really like blanked over faces. Like yeah. I can't engage with that, whether it's an actress or a movie or like, but it like, just doesn't make any sense. Perfection. So, you know, having these, these fake personalities what and how and does that set up our younger generation to think and to feel I have to be perfect I have to look perfect I have to wear makeup I have to um, face tune my face I have to do this I have to do that we are setting up the younger generation for something that is not attainable and well, what therefore happens when you need to leave the house and you, mm. you're not like the person well, you, you know people don't them. Because they're so worried about what people are going to say about them or, yeah, it's just, it's such a crazy world that there's this crazy amount of pressure on everyone, no matter if you are online or if you are in a workplace and, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's a power, it's a, it's a power thing. I think people, bringing people down and don't ask me how because I cannot comprehend this at all but for some reason bringing people down in some way gives other people a kick a kick it makes them feel better about themselves how people act and what they say is literally a pure reflection of how they're currently feeling and that's another thing often people have you ever had someone like you'll be feeling really happy and someone be oh my god you look so sad or yeah or, or oh my god you said that was so rude or you know how people interpret things is how they are currently feeling. So it's also frustrating when people project their emotions onto you and it's like, well, no, I'm happy. I feel, I feel really good. <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, do I not look like I'm happy? And then you have all these, you know... Um, well, suddenly it, it dominoes this inner thought process yeah. where you're like, well, do I look tired? Do yeah. I look... Why do I look tired? Or am I run down? Or should I be looking better? Should mm. I do my makeup better? Is my hair like all these thoughts that don't need to necessarily happen because someone's essentially come up to you and told you that in their eyes mm. you're not good enough for whatever reason that is. I just think everyone has enough pressure on the, on them, puts enough pressure on themselves and carries enough pressure each day. And the last thing anyone needs is more pressure from other people. And it's just, it's sad that, you know, that as adults we still have to experience these things well I also think you do not know what someone else's life is Mm -hmm. you don't know what they're going through what they've been through things that trigger them Mm. how they might be feeling and to put that additional pressure or load onto them because of something you're going through could be their breaking point yeah and 
I think it's time for everyone to sometimes be more considerate outside Mm. of just their own inner bubble about how they talk to other people, whether that be the lady who serves you at the random gas station and you're passing by, instead of being cranky at her, give her a smile. Yeah. Things that just, you you don't need to be over the mm. top with people, but you don't need to be aggressive or abrasive or just rude. Because it just, I don't understand, wouldn't you want to make someone feel better about themselves? Like, isn't that a nicer feeling for you? Me and Emma parked outside the gas station the other day and as Emma walked in, I saw this girl behind her walk in. I was like, oh, she's pretty. And as Emma walked out, Emma goes, oh my God, that girl is... It was so lovely. She just told me that she said something. She gave me like a huge compliment, yeah. but walked up to me like proud and friendly and just said, girl, you look amazing. You're so fit. Do you feel good? Yeah. And she wasn't sarcastic. Like she was genuine. Mm. And even the lady serving us when this woman left, she goes, God, it's nice to see people who Women. have nothing better but no, and nothing more but nice things to say to someone. Mm. She said, honestly, that made my day. She's like, surely it made yours. And I just said, yeah, like I was surprised. I was taken aback because it's not normal. And it's not the compliment. That's not what we're getting at. It's, it's the, gesture. the kindness. Yeah. Well, even in the airport the other day, I liked this girl's jeans. And, you know, instead of thinking, oh, I'm not going to say, I said, hey, girl, I love those jeans. Like, I just think... It is not that difficult to, to be, be kind. kind. It's literally free. There is nothing you can lose by being kind to someone. Really, there's only something to gain. And I just think it's so important to spread that, you know, it's cool to be kind. Well, in <laughs> I know a day that and sounds age corny, but where we live on our phones. Yeah. So there's zero emotion mm-hmm. through a phone. Like text doesn't have an emotion. You can add emoji, but it's not emotional. Yeah. Human connection is what emotion is. Mm. And when I say that, I mean talking to people, engaging with people instead of staring at a screen, just sometimes, I'm not saying all the time, is going to change the way we feel so drastically in a day and age where no one does it. It's actually getting worse than better communicating, having a conversation with someone, it actually makes you feel good. What do you think it is that makes someone want to say something nasty or want to put someone down? Like where and why, where does that stem from? Sometimes I think it stems from within. It stems from things that they've gone through, things that they've witnessed, maybe they've had the same thing happen to them and they don't know how else to deal with it. Yeah, and and it's important to know that that you can turn that around. You don't have to be that person. You can make a change. Personal development is something I honestly work on every single day. We are not angels. No. You know, I have times where I have certain thoughts or I um I do certain things and I really pull myself up and I'm like, Rachel I was like, you could you could be kinder. Like, for example, my mum, honestly, she just does everything for me. She's literally so supportive. And sometimes I, I find and I, I sense myself taking that for granted. And I literally have to, like, pinch myself and say, Rachel, 
don't take that for granted. Hop off your phone. Be present. Um, tell your mum when mum wants to talk to me and I'm busy working, stop working. Spend Just time with her. her. Yeah. Like she is honestly freaking angel sent from above. Like don't take that shit for granted. Mm. And I personally find myself every day, like I work, I carry a lot of stress. I carry a lot of pressure and sometimes I can find myself and I can find myself being a bit stiff and cranky and I lose my playfulness and I have to tell myself like, Rachel, be, like brighten up. Life is great. Like your life is good yes okay you're stressed there's a lot going on you know you have to deal with a lot but you have it you have a great life you know perspective is everything and taking ownership of yes, your moods your yes. emotions and how you project them to the world and if I act out on someone usually usually a family member <laughs> I take ownership and I go and I say oh listen I'm sorry I'm sorry for that you know and you know if I'm competitive with my brother playing sport I also make sure I cheer him on like I'm competitive because I'm having fun and we are but be, be supportive also empower them tell my brother that he looks great and what yeah. he's wearing is awesome tell my sister she has an amazing hair yeah. it doesn't matter who the person is and how close they are to you it's so important that you're constantly you know projecting kindness and that you're lifting other people up because what that does not just for that person but for you is really really powerful and the more we can encourage this in both the younger generation and in the older generation the more love and kindness we're going to spread i'm telling you now females together like we're freaking powerful we're a powerful mechanism and it and it's awesome it's awesome to see and honestly we have a forum i think of nearly 75,000 girls and we rarely get any negativity. And if, so if there's any negativity, it's literally, it's cut straight away and that person is warned or they are taken out of the group. It's just not tolerated. And I just wish that that could that have been done world. at school. I wish you could do that everywhere. You know, if someone's being nasty, you can literally cut cut that off and just say, yeah. yep, that's it. You're done. Like you can't be a part of this amazing thing because, you know, life is short, guys. And you know, being able to give. I always say, do good, inspire good. Like what you do matters. I'm telling you now, the little things you do each day, the positive little things you do each day, it makes an impact. So don't for a second think that, you know, if you're that person and you go to join in on a mean comment to someone on social media and you pull back and you don't, and you're that person to not comment or you're that person to stick up for that person, I'm telling you now that matters. And yes. if, if more and more people are doing that, <laughs> we're going to have less and less bullying. And guess what? It's not cool to be a bully, guys. No one likes a freaking bully. And suddenly the loud noise of bullying is drowned out and people just will no longer tolerate it. Yeah. But it needs to start somewhere. Yeah. It's not just one person. No. Rachel and I sitting here today aren't going to solve the world's issues no. with bullying. But... By every single person mm. doing their part, by bringing attention to it and just not accepting mm. that that's okay anymore. And even being that support system, like guys, if you see someone's being mistreated, you might not have the courage to go up and say something, but you might have the courage to go up to that person and say, hey, like, are you okay? I saw that happen. Like, that's not on, you know, and at least make that person feel supported. I know I've had, I've had times where, you know, someone's being nasty to me and I feel so down on myself. And then, you know, I go out and I tell my parents or I I text Emma or I call Emma and, and honestly, that conversation completely turns my mood around and those people are there to lift me up and empower me and it's honestly it's so incredible and I just hope that I can be that person for so many of you I hope that Bodies by Rachel and our community can be those people for you because 
you know, we often get threads in the forum of girls feeling, you know, breakups or friendship issues or, you know, starting a new lifestyle and people just not accepting it. And that's another big one when it comes to bullying. A lot of people love to put down, God forbid, someone wants to, you know, start a new lifestyle and better their lifestyle and that's, it's shun and it's, People are, you know, saying terrible things to people online who are posting their transformation or sharing their journey or, you know, posting a workout video and you have these these trolls just literally not ha- having nothing better to say. And, you know, it's sad because it's not just women. I've had, a, I've had men bully me. I remember um, before I left my hometown, there was quite a few men who had a lot of negative things to say about you know what we were trying to create and and to our community and yeah it's just I guess it's always going to happen but if we in some way can share that you know we've experienced it and how sort of we get through it is something that we wanted to sort of chat about today and know that to let you guys know that we are here and that you do have support and at the end of the day if someone's bullying you it's because they are so genuinely upset inside themselves that instead of being negative back, sometimes I try to think, I feel really bad for you. Mm. Like, are you, I, I, I do genuinely think I feel sad. Are you going through something? Like, why would you feel the need to say that? Do you need, you know, do you need a friend? Do you need support? And I often think when I see people join in on bullying, I think, oh, how sad, how sad that that's the joy of your day. And, you know, you've got to think, well, how blessed are you to not need to participate in that sort of behaviour to feel good? Mm. How lucky are you? It's a human problem Mm. and only humans can provide a solution. Definitely. And the more people who stop, it's not about what everyone else does or thinks or acts on. It's about what you do because I'm telling you, the next time someone walks up to you and tries to include you in a bullying situation, whether it be about the person, a co-worker or a friend, and they try to have you in on it because a lot of people, bullies need support yeah. and they pull people into their yeah. level and they say, oh, what do you think about such and such? And it's this tone and this negativity. The next time you that happens and instead of buying into it, you just say oh, I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, I don't mind them. I like yes. them as a person. Yes. That's what stops it. Yeah, because it literally does. Because the bully needs friends to bully. The bully, when they're alone and they have no backup, are very, very weak. They're no longer a bully. But the enablers yeah. are what create a bully's strength. Yeah. So even if you're not a bully, even if you stop just being an enabler, yes. that's what's going to make a difference because... There's not that many bullies in the world, but with enablers, they are loud and they Mm. are powerful. But if someone comes to you and tries to bring you into a bullying situation and you can step back, recognize it, step back from it and say, listen, that just doesn't really bother me the way it bothers you. I really like Sally from Mm. work. I really get along with Susan as a Mm. friend. That's going to change that entire story and what's going to happen to that person from that bully and you could be that one person that literally saves a life guys like you can make a change you can make a change and and you could be I I've had I've heard stories of people and um there's this there's this influencer and I won't name them but um I was speaking to someone and this person at the time was getting a lot of you know 
sort of hate thrown at her way sort of thing and the person I was speaking to they said you know at the end of the day that that influencer she saved my friend's life my friend was very close to considering you know taking her own life and this person's positivity and her videos or whatever whatever that she was engaging with was the reason that this person didn't and that right there for me was really powerful because I was like, wow, like you may not even realize what you're doing, but as I said, you could literally be, you know, saving a life or stopping a bully or, you know, um, yeah, being that, that's that person for someone. So don't, as I said, don't underestimate the impact you have. And I love that point you make, Emma, because it's so true. Bullies, they need enablers don't be an enabler and be the change because guess what we're going to want to see this change for our kids for their kids kids like and we need to start we need need to start start now so you girls can know that whenever you need that support whenever you need that love we are here join our facebook forum buddies by rachel personal training forum um we'd love to have you i would just like to also laugh at emma and i always using Susie and sally as our examples (laughs) (laughs) Um, but guys we hope you enjoyed this today it was short and sweet but we just felt you know pretty passionate about this topic and we just wanted to jump on and chat to you guys about the fact that it happens to everyone and just what we have found has helped us get through our experiences it happens to everyone you can stop so much by just supporting those around you Mm -hmm. and don't think for a second that you don't matter Mm -hmm. because you do you matter and you helping others matters and you make a difference we love you queens we will see you all on our next podcast see ya